Hello and welcome to another episode of Insane Rhetoric. So what are we talking about today? Well, we are so tired of Will Smith and he just needs to stop. It is four months too late. And then we're going to go on over to Wisconsin and their voting laws. Then we'll move on over to the Carolinas. There's some special stuff going over there, especially with abortion laws. So come on in, sit back, and enjoy the ride of Insane Rhetoric. Good morning, Insane Rhetoric. Good morning. (laughs) How how is everybody on today? The world is upside down. And here at Insane Rhetoric, we are trying to make it right side up. We are having terrible (laughs) times. But we just want you to know that we are trying. Good morning, Moraine. How are you? Good morning. Are you there? Are you there, Moraine? Please come in. Good good morning. This is is the Insane Rhetoric Show, Moraine. Are you there? We are having technical difficulties reaching brain. <laughs> as soon as this uh, communication can be reestablished and the link will be we sent out to you and rebroadcast. <laughs> this is what we do at any same rhetoric. <laughs> oh my goodness good morning good morning to our listeners oh it's rewind wednesday oh so happy to be here i ain't gonna tell y'all what we laughing about <laughs> I'm telling you, we gotta we gotta figure out a way to put these images up on our screen when we're doing this type of stuff it's like he yeah. just he just popped out popped outside just started power washing huh? we yeah we we ain't gonna tell y'all we ain't we <laughs> just know that if we're laughing it's funny as i'll get out okay <laughs> well, oh my goodness oh okay <laughs> We're talking about, okay, listen, can't you, can you tell me why Will Smith, three months, four months after his assault and battery charge, <laughs> he can't get no work, man, you know what it is, he can't get no work. Okay, he didn't come out. He look, he didn't come out four months later with a sit down video of himself answering the burning questions that the world has for why he did what he did. So he actually in the video was prompted, you know, he read these questions and then he answered them, right? 
So, did, he write, did he write the questions as him? I don't know. <laughs> so that's so, what I, was I mean, they were questions that we were all asking four months ago. These, this can't be trusted. <laughs> this can't be trusted. <laughs> they were questions that we were all asking four months ago. Like, why? You know, he didn't have an answer as to why we didn't. He oh, so he finally, officially, actually apologized to Chris Rock publicly. Okay, and he apologized to. Well, he didn't apologize to Questlove. Only Questlove. He mentioned Questlove in his statement of apology to his um, peers who were there. He apologized for stepping on their moment, right? They weren't allowed to celebrate their moment in a way that they would have rather celebrated their moment of, of winning an Oscar as well, right? Because now the attention was taken off of everyone else and put on him. So he 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 he, he talked about that, but then he said to see the look in Quest Love's eyes because his um his it was it was his award that Chris was, you know, getting ready to um getting ready to uh, announce and so I guess at some point he saw Questlove's face and so that has resonated with him all this time he would have us to believe now I he said and he said he was remorseful of all of this very remorseful that he was, you know, trying to work on himself. He he said one of the questions was something about something to the effect of, did he do this because of Jada's rolled eyes? And he kind of gave a little slight chuckle and said, no, it wasn't about Jada's rolled eyes. He never really told us really what it was. He kind of said just what he was going through and his past relationship with Chris. He apologized to Chris's mother because he said he saw an interview or article about her and he was like, you know, when you're going in the moment of something, you don't realize how far reaching your actions are. And so when he saw this, he thought about how far reaching it was. So he apologized to Chris's mother, to Chris's family, specifically to Tony Rock, because he and Tony had a great relationship. One of the questions was about uh, how he had let his fan base down and people who trusted him down. And he talked about the loss of that trust and he assured people that he was working on himself 
and that hopefully they would be able to uh, that you know it was his wish that uh, in future they would be a, they would come to trust him again. They just needed to watch and see because he said that he had one of his one of his downfalls is that he he wants people to like him and he wants to do he wants to make people happy and he said that right now he's feeling like a piece of shit he used that term that was his term he feel like a piece of shit and how does he come back from that and you know not only have people forgive him but forgive himself so that he can move forward and get back in that place with people where you know um it wasn't a really long video i want to say maybe three four five questions at the most that he answered i think i I would respect him more if he just said yeah because the way jada was looking at the at chris i went up there and slapped the piss out of him and came off stage because all that all this other rigmarole that he's saying right now is pre-written and pre-screened to get his career back on track he apologized to jada too he was like it's not jada's fault it's all mine I ain't going down with that. I apologize to my family too for all the that I brought on us. That's what I ain't going down with that, man. Like I say, if you with somebody, the whole the whole family is implicated. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's your action, but it's gonna look a certain way on the family as a whole. So my thing is, uh, you could have just said, yeah because she was unsettled about what he said and in her state of whatever she was dealing with, with her, her situation. That's why I got the, got the road eyes. That's why I went up to slap him like $2 hole and kept pushing. I respect that more. Cause first of all, if you genuinely sorry about something and then your conscience is convicting you like that, then you're going to go to that person quickly to try to rectify that, especially if you were friends with them. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't want you don't want hang your head. You know, I did this, and then now the relationship is like gone crazy. So I don't I don't respect the PR person who wrote that. Um, I, I mean, well, on, he said that he didn't tell us when he reached out to Chris. But he, he didn't reach out he, when he slapped him. That was the only time he reached out physically. And we know he didn't say, come say nothing to him a day or so later. Yeah. So anything he, after that? Yeah. <laughs> right. He he said he didn't, he said he didn't, he has reached out to Chris. Chris has um declined to have a conversation with him. And Chris's response, he claimed that he claimed that Chris's response to him reaching out was that he was declining now and would reach and that Chris would reach out when he was ready. Now, now, Chris, Chris is responding to the slap now in his in his stand up. 
Mm-hmm. So he's doing this uh, rock heart mm-hmm. tour with with uh, Kevin Hart, mm-hmm. and Dave Chappelle is part of this too. And so, <laughs> so the other day on the tour, uh, Kevin Hart came out with a goat on a leash, and 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 gave it to Chris Rock. And he said, the ghost name is Will Smith. <laughs> you want to slap the hell out of the goat? <laughs> so Chris, so Chris now owns a goat. So Chris, um, Chris is saying in his tour, part of his comedy act, he said, uh, everybody is a victim. And he was like, why does everybody have to be a victim? We got so many victims that the real victims, we can't figure out who they are because we got everybody as victim. He said, now, he's like, I got, I got, I got, okay, I'm going to paraphrase. He said, I got hit, I got knocked out by Suge Smith, as in Suge Knight. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I got not I got knocked the fuck out by. Oh, I'm sorry, y'all, but that's what he said. It, it was what I said. It's that what he said. Okay, by Suge Smith. The shit hurt. Anybody that say words hurt, and that's what it was. Anybody that say words hurt. Ain't never been punched in the face. I got hit by Suge Smith. I didn't go to a hospital. He was like, the shit hurt. I went home. I got up the next day and went to work. You don't go to a hospital for a paper cut. I got kids. I got to get up and go to work. Right. I'm not a comedian. And Chris Rock's words are Chris Rock's words. Just know that I paraphrased it. I mean, like I say, I, I admire Chris. I think Chris is a good dude. And uh, just to, you know, see how he moves and how he acts and does movies and his comedy. I think the dude is funny. You know what I'm saying? And, he, you know, he's been doing this for a long time. You know, I even respect him now further that he didn't give uh people the culture of black people a bad name because in any instance if there would have been anybody else like i keep saying will smith wouldn't have made it off the stage <laughs> there would have been a lot of rolling around and fighting at the oscars if there was anybody else hands down i mean like and you can pick who you wanted to be Anybody else, he wouldn't have made it off the stage like that. He wouldn't have walked off the stage. He probably would have been thrown off the stage, body slammed off the stage, suplexed off the stage, <laughs> choked off the stage, but he wouldn't have walked off of it. Yeah. So, I mean, in, in in the defense of Chris, I think he I think he took that well, and then he kept the show moving in spite of 
mm-hmm. till till they couldn't do no more and just had to suspend certain things and and get things under control. But I think I think I think he's a stand up guy. Yeah, I mean, he's right. I, he, I guess he's still paying child support to make a statement like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. And, and alimony or whatever else he paid. Like, he was like, I, I had to get up and go to work tomorrow. Like, it was a fucking fight, man. Like, and it, and it wasn't even that. You got right. blindsided, dude. You got but blindsided. But that's what he's saying. Like, it was just, I'm not going to go to the hospital. I'm not going right. to make a big thing out of this. I'm a, and, and he's, and he, and, and he's, He's addressing it in a way that is lucrative for him. Yep. Going yep. to have a conversation with Will Smith and and all of that. Why you gotta? Why we gotta talk, dude? You drew the line in the sand. Like we ain't gotta. We ain't gotta talk. Let me just make money off of this. in, in a way that's lucrative for me. I'm yep. gonna turn around and I'm gonna talk about it in a way that makes sense for me to continue to make money. Yeah, and he and he's making a killing doing that. So I think that was pretty ingenious and funny yeah. for him to talk about the fact that he got hit by somebody trying to by Suge Smith, <laughs> and he wasn't gonna go to the hospital for a paper cut. Like that was the way he spin that for a laugh. Right. All right. Makes, makes him money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I, I, I ain't gotta talk to you. I, I mean, I agree. I mean, dude, like, I ain't, I ain't got like, like, right, because when it's time to have that conversation to him, I think with him, I think everybody is going to want to have a part of that, and that's another way you can sell the exclusives to to get money in your account. So when it's time to say, okay, let's have this talk, everybody is going to want a piece of that. But you know what? You brought his mama in it again. You brought his mama in it again. Mm-hmm. You apologizing to his mama publicly? Yeah. That was between two grown ass men. But you know, I mean, I mean, like you written, no, you groveling, you groveling, you groveling. But but I mean, but I'm just saying, just like if you know, what I'm saying if say for instance we got into an altercation somewhere and I just dog walk your son. You know what I'm saying? And you just happen to catch it. And then even you though... You know what I'm going to do to y'all? I ain't going to tell y'all because y'all are y'all bring this video up back up. It, it's something happened to my co-host. But my co-host too. know what happened to him if he just jack with my son i'm just i'm just saying we just i'm just gonna say that one of my favorite rooms in the house is the kitchen we 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 just speaking in general but i'm just saying if it was something like that and then i got the best of them and it was almost a near-death experience or something and i felt bad oh wait a minute it started um that we have, yeah. That I just said, and we just—it was a near-death experience. Or I and I felt bad because of the relationship that we have. I'm gonna apologize to him for whatever set the whole situation off, 
And then I'm going to apologize to you because it's still your child and anything could have went left with it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't knock him for saying something to and apologizing to her because that is beneficial. If something was to happen to that lady's son in that, then what are you going to say? You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I don't, I don't knock him for that. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're trying to make amends with people, you start I think with a- I think my problem is apologizing to her on the world stage because it was very personal to her. But but how can he, he I'm pretty sure he's not allowed at their house. Well, so you can't just say there's a Zoom call. Yeah, but but, 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 that, but that's impersonal. That's impersonal. When you when I got a problem with somebody. I'm going to go talk to that person about the problem. He yeah, but a Zoom that. call is more personal than including it in a in a blanket apology. I I I I get that, but also like I say, that ain't that ain't the same talking up to you and apologizing to you. It's not. Yeah. So computers make things, people sit behind computers and and you can say things and you ain't in the room with people because you don't understand how they feel when you're not in the room with them. But it's still more personal than that blanket apology he made to the whole world. I agree. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just simply saying if he wanted to, he couldn't just go over there to Mrs. Rock House and say, can we have a sit-down conversation either? You know, he got like seven, I just hope she's like, not he like me. Like, he got like seven brothers. I just hope she's not like me. I hope she's not like me. Ooh, just like stabbing Susie. <laughs> I th- there's nothing else that Will Smith could say to me ever. But see, that's see, see, that's what I'm saying. Like some people are forgiving, some people are not. I'm forgiving. But if you're forgiving, then that means that you you would learn as time goes on to put you know what to to put things behind. See, this is what I get. This is the problem I have with people. They want you to forgive. What they really mean is they want you to forget. I can forgive you in my heart. Truly forgive you. Now, now listen now. We done talked about this on this show how I can hate your stinky guts and want to punch in the throat. We've talked about this on this show. Well, I want to punch in the throat. Just punch in the throat. Okay. <laughs> that's that's a clue, y'all. Go back and listen to the when you hear me talk, punch in the throat. I said it a lot for like three months <laughs> on this show. Okay. You can forgive someone, but that does not mean that you will forget. And when you don't forget, when it and especially the severity of it, you can you you won't forget it which means that you will not put yourself in a position around that person to ever have that happen to you again. Okay, but this is this this is the dynamic. I understand that. 
I understand that. Nobody, first of all, the human mind doesn't forget anything. It only forgets where it is stored, but it doesn't forget anything. Okay, so this right here is my point. You have people out here who say they forgive you in situations, but then at every opportunity, they will bring it back up. Mm-hmm. That's not they, true they forgiveness. Didn't. They didn't. That's not true forgiveness. But they and didn't that, even forget either. Like right, but 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 they that's that's not true forgiveness. And you have a lot of people who operate like that. So you say, yeah, okay, I can forgive you. But in the back of your mind, you like, I ain't forgiving that. So don't even give out falsities for people. Just leave the person alone. Be like, I'm not forgiving you for that. And then I ain't gonna forget it either. And then go about your way. Because don't don't give nobody no false hope in something that you really ain't accepting yourself. That and that's what I'm saying. It ain't you ain't supposed to forget nothing nobody do. But if you're trying to use it for freaking leverage to level up in something, that ain't cool either. So that that's that's what I'm saying. I'm like, if I say I forgive you for something. I ain't gonna bring that up no more. Now that don't mean I have forgot about it, but I'm not gonna bring it up and try to use it against you to level the playing field for me. That ain't true friendship. I mean, but they wasn't that close friends anyway, huh? That wasn't that close friends anyway, and it's killing him that his friends, like friend people who really like his friend friends from his hood and stuff, like Kevin Hart, they moving on with Chris. Like, they they moving. They moving on. Here come, I mean, Kevin Hart just got all kinds of stuff going on. But I mean, I mean, but what, like I said, what, what are you supposed to do? Like, that was you. You set, you set the stage for that, my guy. You set the stage for you to be up here and have all this criticism on you. You could have sat in that seat and did nothing. And then you could have been a man and came around and say, hey man, let me rap with you and pull you to the side and say what you had to say. But you put yourself in that. You put you push that move. Now you now you trying to recover because this is what they do. Now you're trying to recover from all the damages and the sponsorship that you have lost. That's the name of the game, man. Like you, 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 you gotta be the upstanding citizen in everything you do being black. As soon as they get an opportunity to, to nail you to the cross, homeboy, they will. Yeah. It's as simple as that. I mean, this is the, the, the logistics is. It's just that. I mean, what else? You, what else are you expecting? Like I say, I ain't racist, but this is how white people operate. Period. They'll use you to the best of their ability. You can get some of the things you want to get. They get some of the things that they want to get. But if you fall off and stop playing the game, then they gonna crucify you. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know. I don't know what else needs to be said with that. I wonder what you know. What I wonder where they keep the Oscar in their house because you want to. Sh- do you still want to show that Oscar off? Like you guests come in and he's like, I won the Oscar for 
King Richard. I'm on the houses for slapping Chris. And I slapped Chris on the same night. It went Oscar. viral. And yeah. I ain't had a job since. Look at look at my Oscar. Hey. Like <laughs> inquiring minds want to know. Do you just I mean, put it, like, see, do you just I leave just, it in a box or a bag and probably, put it in? Probably, probably and just tuck it away and let it collect dust. That ain't the one you want to Because every time you pass by that, even if you know nobody sees it, nobody else sees it if they visit your home. But every time you pass it, you gotta remember. Maybe that would be therapeutic for me to pass by the Oscar where I embarrass myself and my family. If I pass by that every day, then I can remember not to behave that way again today. Yeah, that's people with sense, though. Like people who who have reached their bottom and say because of something that has happened. Everybody's like, man, I was winning the Oscar and then I just went off. And then they walk away from that, man. Like, like I don't know. That's, it is yeah. what it is, man. I like. I ain't even really concerned with it. So I don't know. Whatever. What else we got? Hey, guys. This is Fire from Insane Rhetoric. Check this out. Listen, we need your help in sustaining future episodes, conversations, so we can bring more of the craziness and the insanity to you that's going on in your community, in your city, and in your world. Can you please help us to donate to Insane Rhetoric? And your small, medium, or large gifts are more than appreciated. And we would love to keep this station coming to you and giving you the information that you need about the insanity in your world so check this out please 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 donate to insane rhetoric so we can sustain sustain future episodes hey thank you once again fire out so we need to walk on over to uh wisconsin Ooh, have we been there before milwaukee wisconsin is it milwaukee we're going to we going to racing racing in Wisconsin. I don't think I ever been there, but I'm familiar with Wisconsin and Milwaukee. So a gentleman by the name of Harry Waite. Harry Waite. W a i t Waite. Mm-hmm. He's part of a group. He's the Is president, he actually. Why, why that matter? What you looking at me for like that? I just asked Carson Wesley White. Why that matter? Yeah, with a name like Harry, he's white. Last uh-uh, name. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I know two Harrys, a Harry and a Harry Jr. Black. Yeah, that's that's not a common name for black people. He's white. Okay, continue. He's in Racine. Wisconsin. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go again. Okay, okay. (laughs) 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 Why? (laughs) Why we got to make a blanket statement? It ain't blanket. I know it's more 
I know it's more blacks in Milwaukee, Wisconsin than it is in Racine. Oh. And the reason I know that a lot of uh, gang members of a specific gang actually derive from there. So I know it's more blacks in that city than it will be in racing. Okay. Racing is near Lake Michigan. Mm-hmm. It is 22 miles south of Milwaukee, 60 miles north of Chicago. Okay. Mm-hmm. About 77,000, 78,000 people. It's the fifth largest city in Wisconsin. Okay. Oh, this is just a little tidbit. Its nickname is the Bell City of the Lakes, the Kringle Capity of Capital of America. Kringleville and Invention City. Those are some of its nicknames. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, Racine in the 1850 census to population 5,107 mm-hmm. in the 2022 in the 2020 census 78,000. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Now, in the 2020 census, the racial makeup of the city 51.5% white, 23.9% black. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. That's not it that. Still proves that's, my point. <laughs> it proves my point. It's not a lot of black people there. <laughs> okay. So this man named Harry Wade, he's the president of a group called Honest open and transparent government. Oh, you know he right. Because <laughs> those two words don't even belong in the same sentence with government. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Honest and transparent government. <laughs> yeah, you definitely right. This is my co-host don't want to tell me what color is. We already know you right. Okay. So this group, this group, um, they have focused quite a bit on fraud claims that surrounded the 2020 election. And the gentleman said that he stood ready to be charged for exposing the voting vulnerabilities. So Basically, what happened is this Harry Waite um, so he went online and ordered absentee ballots 
in the names of the State Assembly, Speaker Robin Vos, the Racing Mayor Corey Mason, and some other voters. And he said he did that because he wanted to show the ease of harvesting election ballots online. Did they take uh, Mr. Way to jail? So, no, he's not in jail. Right. <laughs> right. But he said if that's what it takes to stop fraud in our elections so we can have real safe, secure elections, yes, I'll go behind bars. That's what he told CNN. He's lying. They know they ain't going to put him behind them bars. He's just saying something that he know that they ain't going to do. Because he's white. So it is a crime <laughs> I know it is. to do this in, in Wisconsin under the law in Wisconsin. The Democrats on the uh, Wisconsin Elections Com- Commission mm-hmm. they have called for the for this panel that's that's looking this over, uh, they have called for the panel to make a criminal referral during an emergency meeting uh, recently. That ain't, that ain't gonna go nowhere. That ain't gonna go nowhere. That's, 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 that's nothing. That ain't gonna go nowhere. So, oh well, moving on. So this lady named Ann Jacobs, She's a Democratic member on the commission there. Mm-hmm. And she says she was outraged that Waite um, thinks he is something cute, thinks this is something cute when what he is doing is committing crimes and bragging about it in an attempt to undermine our voting system. Mm-hmm. So the Republican uh, chairman of, of this commission, his name is Don Mill, Millis. He said that he has no problem making a criminal referral, but first would like more details. I don't know how many more details you need when the man came out on CNN and whoever else would listen and say that he did it. Why he needs some more details to put the man in jail? Right. <laughs> you see the W? Two arms up with the head in the middle. Right. <laughs> yeah, subscribe, like, follow. Y'all need to comment on this. I, I need to know what y'all think about this. I, oh, man. I just, I don't have, I don't, I just, I just don't have time. I mean, okay, okay. Okay, so, so yes, that we, okay, yes, he figured out how people could do this. Yes. But uh, he actually went and did. Well, you can't, you can't know the crime. Or you can't know 
the suspicion in your mind until you actually follow through. So he followed through to show how it can be done. Because if you just, nine times out of 10, people are not, um, they have to see what happens, see how it goes. The other 10% of the people, you can tell them this is how this can go and they can visualize it in their head. So he was just showing the 90%, the majority of how it's supposed to go. Now you can see it. Now you can prosecute starting with him. <laughs> well, they haven't even put him in jail yet. He's and, doing it. And they ain't going to put him in jail. They're not going to put him in jail. That's a, Listen, that's going to be swept under the table. <sighs> Just like January 6th. As we know, once again, if anybody was black in January 6th, they would have been laying down on the ground still sleeping. That's what I'm going to call it, still sleeping. <laughs> you can figure the rest of that out yourself. I... So, okay. they, they ain't, ain't going to do nothing with Mr. Waite. Okay, so let's go on over to uh, North Carolina. Mm. Chocolate City. <sighs> he black. So there was a <laughs> there was a bill introduced in North Carolina uh, legislature last year, um, and it had to do with abortion. Thanks to Governor Abbey. We should create a bill called the Abbott Bill. <laughs> so the bill that was introduced in North Carolina State Legislature um, would legalize violence against anyone undergoing a anyone undergoing or performing an abortion. Is North Carolina House Bill 158. North Carolina House Bill. So they want to get a two for one. So the bill basically saying they want to get a two for one. It's sponsored by Republican State Representative. You ain't finna just walk by that, man. (laughs) They want a two for one, right? (laughs) So in their eyes, you kill the baby, you kill the murderer. Yeah, that's a two for one. So it actually it's three. So you kill the, the baby was killed. You kill the mother and you kill the doctor because it says oh, yeah, getting well, an that, abortion. That's, that's even a better so, so you want a, a trichotomy. <laughs> you want a trichotomy, okay? Kill them all. <laughs> It's not like an old Wu-Tang rap song. Kill them all. Kill them all. <laughs> you want a trichotomy. Okay. The problem is you're not, you're still not, We when we talked about abortion, the both times, the several times we've talked about abortion, we, I think it was the first show we did on abortion where we talked about that the inner city or urban people, more specifically, 
uh, Latino and Black American would be the ones hit hardest by uh, anti-abortion laws, right? So if you if you if you think about it in terms of that, then you got all the black people and the Latino people gonna be dead. Yeah, because 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 we determine that the white people or the black people with money, the wealthy, we're going to go to Dominican and die. You gotta go or they the abortion. Go they going to the Dominican and get an abortion and pay a whole lot of money. And then they might die on tape. But but they're not going to be mur- they're not going to be branded as murderers. They're just going to be some people that died in the operation if they go to the Dominican. How many, how many people die from abortions in the Dominican compared <laughs> to people who go in to get uh, breast implants and ass implants? Uh, <laughs> What's the ratio? <laughs> what's the what's the what's the numbers on that? I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure some people didn't come back with uh their surgeries, uh they enhanced surgery. <laughs> they probably still over there on the table. So this Republican that's sponsoring this bill, um, he's state representative Larry Pittman. He has proposed that abortion be considered first degree murder. And would allow civilians to use deadly force to prevent someone from ending a pregnancy. You know, I got a problem with that. I got a problem with that. Because a cop can shoot a black person and it ain't capital murder. I got a problem with that. So you so 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 you gonna say since the mama is trying to abort the baby, that's murder one. You didn't even get uh, uh, Chauvin murder one for killing George Floyd. Yeah. You gave him second degree. But you want to stop a baby from being born into the world and give the mama capital murder off the flip. Man, y'all smoking crack. <laughs> Criminals and criminal laws. That ain't that. This this that how this works. That's that's that's, that's what I be talking about, man. That's what I be talking about. How you gonna how you gonna say suggest he must be talking to Governor Abbott right there at the table? So you gonna suggest that this person has murder charges? for something that they can't even properly care for. So increase the, like, and, and I'm just walking through this. I don't, you know, my my stance on this is one way or the other, but I'm just walking through it. But you're going to allow the person to be raped by their attacker and then tell the mother in racism, Wisconsin that if she kills her child then they're going to bring her up on murder charges plus her doctor 
not racine we're in north carolina but yeah i'm sorry no i'm sorry no, like as you know racine i was stuck on the black population in north carolina so so how does that work when a police can shoot down a black person and not get murder one every rip so i'm trying to figure that out okay so all of this is a political strategy so y'all we talk about the fact that you need to understand what's going on in the political um arena arena because it's because most of us don't understand that they're getting away with a lot of this stuff right so you you do this and now we're all talking about it and so now it's out there and and we're listening and we're hearing and we're making comments about it right that's because y'all niggas don't get out and go to the polls and read and understand and research and and take apart the people that you were uh letting be elected because you don't go vote okay but it's a strategy so listen so basically it's two parts to the strategy it's called the the strategy is called exhaust and endure. Okay, so the exhaust has been compared to playing that game whack a mole. Mm-hmm. You know where the mole pops up with the hole, mm-hmm. and you take the hammer and smack it down, and you got to mm-hmm. catch, you got to try to catch the mole's head when when it comes out of the hole, right? Okay, so. So you 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 put a bill like this, something very extreme, something super extreme. You know it's not gonna pass. You know people are gonna find it. Uh, it's, 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 we can't do this. No, we're not gonna do it, right? You put it out there to the state legislature. You know it has zero chance to pass. Like you ain't even trying to pass it. You just putting out this crazy bill. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the strategy is broader, okay? The more we overwhelm the legislature with extreme legislation, the harder it becomes for a liberal to fight them, to fight to fight it. Now, the inure party is you are proposing these extreme ideas and you're putting this into legislation and you know it's not going to pass. You're not even trying to get it to pass yet. But what you're doing is you're gradually desensitizing people. Mm-hmm. And the shift changes. So that at some point, step by step, move by move, each time you say something extreme or give these extreme um, bills into legislature, the unthinkable becomes mainstream. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's really what, what they're doing right now. They're playing it out in the world stage, right? Yeah. I, I'm going to put this bill out there and then people going to talk about it and then I'll bring it up again and I'll build momentum for people who want this and then people they're not gonna have any choice but to vote the way their constituents want them to vote 
It's called planting in the subconscious. Once you do something subliminal, it, it, it takes on the shape of what it, it is meant to take on the shape of. If you start doing stuff gradually to the subconscious of people, they don't even know that they're making that decision because they're near, really like, what did the red dragon say? You're not woke. <laughs> So, so you do something long enough and plant it in the subconscious of human beings, then they ultimately basically start to turn if they're not aware of what's going on around them and they conform to the things that governments are doing because they don't know no better. Yeah, that's, uh, okay, wonderful. <sighs> wonderful. You're right, get in out South here. Carolina, yeah, but let me just tell you though, in South Carolina, there's a bill that outlaws websites explaining how to get an abortion. I mean, if you know how to work a computer, <laughs> you can go around all that. So, I mean, whatever. <laughs> like, whatever i don't know man like some of this if stuff, you were 90 if i was 99 years old and my dying wish was for a giant penis statue over my grave what would you say <laughs> no pun intended but i will be erect the statue <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this lady, uh, Katarina Perez, of her grave, the penis, the, the testicles and the penis over her grave, nearly 600 pounds. It's a five and a half foot tall statue. As tall as me. I don't, I don't see a problem with that. It sounds to me like she like laying under the balls. She she said she said that this would be so that no one would forget her and that everything we loved about her would be remembered more easily. That's what her grandson said. I, mean, I, I, I just said so. Apparently, she was a ninety-three-year-old thot. <laughs> Like, I don't see the problem. <laughs> she, she, so she had to be thought since what? Uh, 19... <laughs> She's 99 years old. No, she had to be thought since. I'm going to have what? to come up with something like that for my children. 1920s. I'm, I'm going to have to come up with something like that for my children. What is that? 1920? It got to be 1920 something. Yeah. Got to be. I'm, I'm going to have to come up with something like that for my children so that when I die, it could be like, it, it, it could be something amazing like that to make me legendary. I want to be legendary like that. Ah. I, it, you think, you think my, I don't think my kids would do that for me though. <laughs> I don't I don't know that my kids would do that for me. She was born in 1993. I mean uh, 1923. I'm sorry. I was gonna say I knew I was close. 1923. 
Yeah. So she was born just before the depression here. Depression, yep. Just before the depression here. Yep, because the depression had started in what is it, 29? Yeah. Great Depression in 29. So Okay, I thought Girl, that was now, a, now I know why she was a thought. That was the only question. <laughs> well, what that was doing prohibition when she was born. Yeah. So yeah, you you yeah, you didn't you, you had to do something to turn a trick. Nobody did it. <laughs> I mean, what what no okay, so she born so she but she wasn't she wasn't a young woman where she would have started her thoughtism until what let's say 20 years old so that would have been 1943 you never know they was getting married they was getting married at 12 and 15 then okay but even if she was 15 you never know what type of life she had you don't know she could have been out there but she was born in 23 okay so we'll give her 10 years 10 years old and she thought could have been they no. back in that was 10 years old now. Back in them days, she wasn't thought in the 10. You don't now, know not that. in them days. You don't know that. 33. No. During the depression, she was thought. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt about it. You had to make no, money. I think 43. No. no. Right no. before World War II hit. No. No. 20, 20, 20, if she was born in 23, I give her. I give so her prohibition 25. is over now. I give her 25. I give her 25 when she started. I give okay. her 25. So 43, 48. 1948 yeah, I, was when I, she... I, I, I give her 25. Coming out the depression. Okay. That's World trying War, to, so trying that's to World War your, II. Try, trying to find your way. I give her 25 when she started. That's World War II. Come on. She said she was okay, y'all. I thought that was a good way for us to end. <laughs> Over there. We gotta I'm gonna have to make a trip. I gotta do a road trip now to South Carolina. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> y'all like, subscribe, follow. We we probably gotta get out of here now, but uh yeah, we do. <laughs> Uh, like, subscribe, follow. We all all social media platforms, y'all. Uh, and listen, we, you can hear us everywhere. I'm sorry, you, I, I'm not gonna name all those platforms we on because we 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 everywhere. Did y'all like the way I said that? I didn't say everywhere. everywhere. I said everywhere. Everywhere. We everywhere. Okay. So anyway, just remember to enjoy the ride. That is insane rhetoric and we'll see y'all next time we out this peace bye y'all thank you for joining us on this rewind wednesday don't forget to come back and join us on free fall friday but until then just remember to enjoy the ride that is insane rhetoric <laughs>